Blog Talk Radio. Oh, that's our girl, Keela. 
Let me tell you just a little bit about that song. I'm rude. I'm rude. I'm rude. Happy anti-Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes. We're back for the annual Hate to Love You anti-Valentine's Day show. Yes. One of my favorite shows of the year. I should be a little bit more excited, but I'm going to get into that in just a minute. But let me tell you a little bit about Sheila. All right? And oh, and how that song came about, which I don't really remember how the song came about, but um, we had Sheila on the show a couple years ago. She was on our prom edition, right? So we're on the way getting my daughter ready for the prom. It was a whole mishap with the limo and, and all this good stuff. And, and she refused to hang up, right? My co-host at the time, Delshawn May, shout out to you, Delshawn, over there in Texas. I don't know what happened to Delshawn. If you guys been rocking with us from day one, you know Delshawn worked on some special CP time. Like, he just showed up, show started 7, Delshawn be here like 7.45, right? All right. So, um, Kiva was just like, you know what? No, I'm going to rock with you. You know what I'm saying? So, we ended up having to take my daughter to the prom. Okay, because the little boyfriend had just started driving like the day before. There was no way in hell he's driving my door anywhere. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was raining that night. And so, it's like, Keela heard everything from us, you know, taking pictures before the prom and, you know, uh, him putting her in the car and us going to the prom and us dropping off at the prom. It was an amazing experience at the time. We should have been, you know, like visual then, but Anyway, she was, she was our, our, our prom winner for that year. <laughs> she was prom queen that night. She rocked it out. With, her episode was the entire, you know, like first 20 minutes of the prom, like inside the prom, you know what I'm saying, the whole night. Anyway, she talked about this, this upcoming track, Oh, you know, and y'all, like, we was cool at the time, like, oh, like what? You know what I'm saying? What? What she mean, like, oh, like, oh, guys. Like orgasm. Oh, you get it? You get it? And you know, another one of my favorite days of the year is National Orgasm Day. Yeah? <laughs> and so a couple of months later, you know, I think the track might have dropped in the beginning of, no, in the June. Beginning of June, was it? Beginning of June. And so here we are. We have to play it like all day in July to celebrate National Orgasm Day. So, yes, I thought it was rather appropriate that we play it tonight. Not only because I was listening to, uh, I was listening to, I don't know, some old episode and, and I heard this song and I was like, oh my gosh, who is that? Who is that? And when the song went off, here I am talking about, yeah, that's our girl Kilo. Oh, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. We really need to play that. Yeah. So there you have it. Yeah. We can get that back in rotation. Most definitely. Cause it gives me the feels, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Talk about orgasm. <laughs> Give me the feels. I want to show some love really quick. I'm not going to pull him in just yet, but I really want to show some love to a very special gentleman. I don't care what I say to him, and I don't care when I say it. He's always like right there. Like, I dropped some information on him like right before the show just because I'm so far behind in, in promo. And he's like right here, like just right there. Shout out to to Mr. Coco Vita Coquito. He is always when I when I need him, he's always there. He's always there. We're gonna pour him in a little later. Once we talk to our uh, our millennial young ladies, um, I wanna you know get his give him the opportunity to give his feedback from a um, older man's point of view. You know, just to be able to give these young ladies some insight on. Um, love and relationships 
Because, you know, these ladies, I told you, we've been talking about it all week. These young ladies, they got some shit that they need to get off their chest about relationships. And, <laughs> and you know, seeing that I'm way, 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 way older, you know, I want to hear what they got to say first. I want to see what they've been doing wrong. I want to see what these knuckleheads have been doing wrong. Uh, I want to give them uh, my two cents, and then I want to hear some older men just say, you know, how it was for them when they were uh, when they were uh, their age, and then you know, learn and experience over the years, and now what it is that they're doing, maybe not so right still, but maybe what they're actually doing right, you know, just to give these ladies some advice and some insight. Um, so hopefully the gentlemen that, you know, I've talked to about this, they're going to call in. Um, I know one or two did have conflicts and they may not be able to call in, um, a few older, older gentlemen, you know, I thought they would be, uh, spot on with what they were going to bring to the table. Uh, but they had, you know, some zoom calls to come up, uh, and they may not be able to call in. Nevertheless, we're going to keep this thing moving. You know, my girl Susie is on the West Coast now, and uh, she, I think she overslept. I don't know. We've both been deep in the bed today. So Susie might have overslept. I don't know. Nevertheless, we're going to keep this thing moving. All right, guys? Uh, So, you know, as always, we have, we always have some type of playlist, right? And um, (laughs) I always talk about shit about people, and they just pop right up on me. Oh, damn. All right, y'all. Here goes Susie. <laughs> Let me see what Susie got to say, and then we're going to jump into the first track of the playlist. All right? What's up, Susie? Susie, you live? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I said, don't want to me. I'm going I'm to let Susie get herself together. Ah, uh, for just a minute. Oh, while I'm I'm you. <laughs> yeah, she got to get herself together. She got to get herself together for just a minute. Let me briefly tell you guys about, you know, how this all came about. Um, the Hate to Love You anti-Valentine's Day edition, edition of, of Indie Fight. I promise you, I'm sober tonight. I promise you. I can't speak for Susie, but I'm sober. I'm sober tonight, guys. Um but, you know, when it comes to Valentine's Day, I can't really say that I've had an, an enjoyable Valentine's Day since I was 18. And I've been almost 30 years ago, right? And it it ain't really because, yeah, it is. Like, um, <laughs> damn, um, I don't know. My daughter had a discussion in her Japanese class yesterday if it was all about the fact that, you know, this was a commercialized holiday or if it was because, you know, people really chose this one time of year to just celebrate and really show love. And for me, you know, I really, I know the meaning behind the holiday itself, or or I won't say the holiday, but uh, Valentine's Day itself, and I do believe that it has become commercialized over the years. But for me, I kind of feel about Valentine's Day the way that I feel about Thanksgiving. Like, why do you have to have this one designated day to show that you're thankful when you should be doing that? You know, 365 anyway. days a year. So why do you have to have this one day set aside to 
splurge and show love when you should be doing it, you know, all year round. And if you follow me on social media, you already know how I really downplay the word love. And, you know, as my kids were growing up, we always did special things for them on Valentine's Day. We bought into the commercialized part of it. You know, if they wanted the teddy bear or if they wanted, you know, a special bag of candy or we always gave them a card, you know, that has some little superhero on it or whatever. We did that stuff on Valentine's Day. But my ex-husband, like, we didn't acknowledge each other on Valentine's Day because, again, we did that shit. Okay, yeah. We did that. <laughs> the others, you know what I'm saying? I had to think about it, did we? Yeah. We did that, you know what I'm saying, every day of the year. And so I really haven't acknowledged the day as far as, you know, the opposite sex is concerned since I was 18. And dude broke my heart. Dude broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? I felt like that was like my first and only the person that I was supposed to be with for the rest of my life, you know, and I know that sounds bad. You marry somebody and you you think that's how you feel about that person. But no, this dude was really my soulmate. You know what I'm saying? I think we connected a couple of years ago thinking that we were going to work things out and it didn't work out. And I think ever since then, it's just like my whole take on love has been, you know, nah, fuck it, you know? And Susie, you know, we talk all the time. So, you know, I be in and all out of men. Like, I be out of, in and out of underwear. You know what? And I, <laughs> somebody's probably listening like, whoa, wait a minute. I heard that wrong. I didn't say niggas be out of in and out of my underwear. I, that's not what I said. Right. I, I, I go through men, you know, uh, emotional attachment. I don't have that no more. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, sort of all appropriate, you know, I think this is the third year for this show. Um, just a way for us to be able to, you know, we have the birthday show in January that Sean and I have done for the past two years. We go all the, the new music from December to January 14th. Then, you know, artists are putting out music right and left. It gives us the opportunity to be able to display more new music from the 15th of January up until the 13th of or 12th of February. Um, for the artists who put out new music from, you know, that time span as well, not only just to be able to give Susie and I an opportunity to unleash and talk about shit that I know is eating up, you know, other people uh, as well. This shit called love, you know, and lust. Um, and Susie got a show called Saved and Sex. You know, when I first met her, that ate me up. That ate me up because... <laughs> You know, I know a lot of people, I know a lot of Christians, hate me up, you know what I'm saying? I know a lot of Christians, they, um, especially like new age Christians, um, that's something that they deal with. Um, How can you um, display your sexiness? Especially if you're single, let let me put that out there, if you're a single Christian, how can you, you know, walk upright and godly? You know, but you, you don't want to have to wear your dresses down to your ankle. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to have to have your, your neck all covered up, you know, your, your sleeves down to your wrist. And, you know what I'm saying? You still want to be, you want to you wanna be able to show, you want to show what God gave you in a classy and dignified way. You want to still feel sexy, even though you're saved. It's always very conflicted 
when I first met Susie, because here I am, like, on the butt of that. Like, yes, I'm saving and sexy, but damn, I'm, how I'm really supposed to act, you know? How I'm supposed to act? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, that was another thing that I struggled with, Susie, like, coming out of marriage, um, and didn't really know how to talk about this to nobody. I'm throwing out stuff for us to come back and hit later, because I want to jump into this first track, but you know, when I first got divorced, you know, when you are married, you know, over a decade, and I think we might have talked about this last year. I probably didn't get no good answer. Maybe somebody will chime in and give me a good answer. But when you, I don't, I don't struggle with this now because I was married for over a decade. Now I've been divorced for a decade, and so I don't struggle with it no more. I don't, I don't, I don't give two damns now. But I'm just saying, it may be somebody else who is struggling with this now. You've been married, right? And all of a sudden, you're divorced, and you're you're a Christian. And if you live by what the Bible says, then you're supposed to lock that shit up. You know what? Ain't no more sex no more. Right. You don't do that no more if you're living according to what the Bible says, right? But how do you just turn that right. shit off? You've been sexing. You've been, you know what I'm saying? You've been doing your thing for 10-plus years, and then all of a sudden, you divorced. Now, you're supposed to just stop? What the hell? And that was something that I was just like, oh, my God. Like, no. And you, you've been married and divorced? And married and divorced? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how did you just yeah. stop? Stop. Because you were supposed to be living by what the word said. You know, and I know for me, it took a lot of praying. It took a whole lot of praying. It took a whole lot of praying. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to help somebody around. It's like a whole lot of praying. You know what? And then you get to this point one day <laughs> where on. you just be like, you get to this point one day where you just be like, wait a minute. You know, because the flesh is, is so is so mighty. The flesh is mighty. I'm trying to tell you. Oh, and yeah. the devil, the devil be on his job. He just, he really, whew, it take a whole lot of praying. I'm going to just leave it right there. Y'all, y'all pray. Y'all just pray. Because I'm going to get into this first track and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that. All right? Um, this right here, this is Chanel J. Wilson uh, with Lights. All right, this is off of her, her EP. If it hasn't already dropped, it's dropping this month, but I want to say it's already out. Um, Black Heart on the Table. Um, this track is produced by Chanel J. Wilson and Hank uh, Poetic Beats, Marshall and Stonewall Stoneman Towery. You can follow Chanel on Instagram at Chanel, that's two L's, J. Wilson. Also, check her out on her website at ChanelJWilson.com. Y'all get into this light, all right? You can clap your hands if you want to. This song is about Pressure 
I'm good. Um, yeah, you're good. You're better now. You're better now. Uh, okay, good. Okay. So, um, I did, <sighs> sex after divorce is not supposed to be a thing, but who am I kidding? Sex after divorce is a thing, right? Like, I ain't going to lie. It's a thing. How it happened and how I liked it and if I liked it and while we were separated, did I do it? I would meet my husband because we were not officially divorced. I would meet him, meaning go home to where home was, and I hadn't made it there yet because I was on the road traveling or hadn't started traveling yet, but he was a little impatient and met someone in the process. Either way, I was still wife, and I would show up because that was my husband. I didn't care what was going on. That's my husband. I'm there for it. Okay. However, right. comma, when it's all said and done, the ink dries on the paper, and life shows up, and so does your hormones, right? Well, for me, I'm just going to skip past the whole lot of the middle part. For me, um, sex after divorce was hard for me not to resist once I had an encounter after I was divorced because I never had sex with anyone else while I was married. Let's clear that up, mm. just in case it's not in the atmosphere. Not. So that being right. said, um, having sex Who with someone after I was divorced, say what? Right. What Who say? does that? Yeah, so, I mean, people do it, but she, her, mm-hmm. I, me, it wasn't for me. So um, right. I knew that, I knew what I expected as far as sex is concerned, not just because I was married, but because I was older, you know what I mean? And it just, I, I knew what I expected. However, what I discovered was definitely not what I expected, and I discovered some multiple orgasms. And so I was like, well, hold on a second. Lord, I need a little help here because this, uh, this is like turning on the faucet that you just, it's broke. <laughs> you fix this leak because I don't know what's going on. I need that rush and sensation. So in order for me to have um, a life I, of trying to understand celibacy, because who I, I wasn't ever the one to, I've had more nights now, not post pre-corona, right, pre, not post, because there's still no sex, pre-corona, right. just want to throw that out there. I've had so many, so many, 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 many nights and a few years <laughs> without sex as often as I have liked it to have been. But because I discovered the power of the orgasm that just continuously decided to come, and if you're under the age of 18, you probably shouldn't be listening to this, I'm just saying, and if you're a dignitary in the church, I do apologize. <laughs> But I'm just keeping it real for those of us that aren't there yet, okay? Because, you know, we have to get there, and we're not all there yet, okay? So um, with that being said, I engulf myself with traveling. Like if I was, you know, because I'm moving around, you know, with travel nursing, so relationships wasn't a thing for me, not one-night stands, not no quick hookups. When I'm, you know, when I was on the road, because I don't do that anymore, or travel nursing anymore, when I was on the road, I was never anywhere long enough to even establish a relationship anyway because I was always there for work. So, um, and in addition to that, I was always in these small towns, and I love people of many colors, and we haven't gotten into the interracial part of things as of yet. However, (laughs) comma, I also am not gay. 
So I worked with a lot of women, and some of the men that I did work with were gay, which I'm not knocking that. It's just you can't have sex with gay people is my point. So with, mm-hmm. with that being said, I just engulfed myself with work and um, doing the, you know, doing Constance Corner or Authors Club or um, the Hour of a Scene with Nisha, um, Girls Talk with Nay. Like, I would engulf myself with Saving Sexy Radio. Um, I got to learn, you know, got to meet new poets or whatever. So I just engulfed myself with work to keep busy. And I understand, and that is how, actually, how women, I understand how women in this life get so caught up in their career goals to where relationships are obsolete, sex the last thing on their mind, or at least the last thing that's happening to their body. But it's definitely on their mind. And it's, that's just where I was and kind of sort of where I am because I'm not much for masturbating either. Like, I just, sorry, I need warmth. And if it goes down, I need it to get up. I don't want something that's battery operated. I don't want to plug it in a wall. I need it real life flesh and, you know, that part. So that's how I handled it afterwards. I can't tell someone else how to handle it. Find you a hobby. A good one. That's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. I ain't got nothing else. Till I get something else right now, that's all I got. Find a hobby. Right now I program, I code day in, day out. Literally, I sleep with my laptop. That's what keeps me warm at night, believe it or not, or I sit it on the nightstand when I don't, you know, okay, I'm done with you, and I sit it over there. But if I wake up in the middle of the night and I plug it up and I get to working on my code, like, I have to be productive. And for me, I have definitely found out that keeping my energy to myself and not having a man enter me, I'm mm. just going to be honest, mm. does feel great when mm. it happens. Don't lie to, I ain't going to lie about that. But what I will tell you is that reserving your energy, because that's energy. You're trading that. You're trading your energy off of somebody else's energy when you're having sex, whether it's protected or not. Let's just be real. you trading your energy. I, I'm sorry. Again, no, yours don't even match mine in a conversation. We're not even. You can't arouse my intellect. You can't arouse nothing else either. It's, I just, you know, so find your hobby. <laughs> Hopefully one that's lucrative. So then that way you can have an equal balance somewhere down the line. I'm just, that's all I got. I'm barely saved. I'm here once a year. <laughs> you, know you, you know why? You know. Yeah, I had a, I had a quick I had a quick comeback to you through in the bed and say, Oh man And see and now now I need so many more people who deal with me one on one on a daily basis. They really should be listening to this. Um just off the strength of what you said on the very end, how you have to replace and I believe wholeheartedly, when you lose something, you always need to replace it with something else. You know, so that um because the devil is always working trying to attack your mind. And so, you know, because that's, that's his playground. And so if you right. dwell Absolutely. on things that, you know, if you dwell on things that, that kept you bound or, or kept you, you know, mm-hmm. physically um, occupied in the past, then that's where you tend to revert back to. So you wonder why I stay so busy. Hmm. You wonder why I stay right. so, you know, yeah. focused on doing so many tasks. You wonder why I can't sleep, you know what I'm saying? wonder why I'm like peaking in the brain. I'm always trying to take over the world because I'm always trying to keep that idle mind 
from being distracted on things that I know I ain't got no business mm-hmm. doing. Time to leave somebody's son alone. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm trying to do. That's all I'm trying to do. All right? If it kills me, hey, at least you know that I was trying to live by the Bible. I was trying to contain my flesh, okay? She died trying what? That's what my obituary is going to say. (laughs) Put that on on my head, though. Yo, put it on my head, though. She died trying to contain her flesh. I literally, I physically, okay? All right. I want to, I want to jump into this next track right here. This, <laughs> I don't know about you, but every so often, and I was doing this before COVID came along. My mother loves to take pictures of herself, loves to have photographers take mm-hmm. pictures of her. She's a little stuck on herself, right? And the older she got, she would do this probably every five years. She would update her obituary, okay? Um, you talk about people that have living wills. No, my mother actually has a living uh, obituary. <laughs> so it's like, I love it. It's it yeah. Of, like full colored pictures. You know what I'm saying? All I got to do is just take it to the printer and have it printed out. But she already don't. Ain't, I can't mess it up, but she's already laid it out for me. All right. And so not too long ago, probably like five years ago, I started doing the same thing. Mine is very, very mm-hmm. cutthroat, cutthroat. You know what I'm saying? Um, nobody calls me, you know, my family always calls me Nikki. Nobody calls me Nikia. So on the front, you ain't even got my whole name. It just say Nikki. It gives you the birth date. It gives you the death date. You know what I'm saying? And the inside is very, very young. If you ain't know me, it's, at the funeral, ain't the time to get to know me. You know what I'm saying? It's very oh, wow. simplistic. One or two okay. pictures. You know what I'm saying? Ain't even going to be no family. Ain't calling, inviting a whole bunch of people. This ain't no party. You know what I'm saying? You ain't, you ain't getting no invite. You ain't even gonna know. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, I don't even know why I started talking about it. But it was it was good. I'm gonna come back to it. I'm, I'm gonna come back to it because it was good. It was good. I got distracted okay. by by this this track coming out. Of, I got distracted. Damn. Um, but we have these submissions from this record label in South Africa. Um, Cape Town Sounds, I want to shout out Nicole Weiser for continuously getting us new music for New Music Mondays, um, all types of genres mm-hmm. she sends to us, and she did not, um, did not, did not, did not, did not, she, I lost my word there, she did not disappoint me this evening, she submitted two tracks for the Hate the Lovey playlist, now, last year, you know, the, 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 I guess, the, the route that we took last year was a little more sultry and seductive, and and this year it's kind mm-hmm. of you know love, you know these these tracks this year it's kind of love in general, all right. Um, and so this track right here is by Paul Peterson out of uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Um, it's entitled "Dance with Me." Um, Paul is with the Spirits of Joy and Joy group, and and, and this is um, I'm repeating um, kind of what they stated in his bio. This track delivers a sensual, smooth, um, and killer hook, all right, that you can groove to. So they said, sit back and sink yourself into this, because um, guess what? You just can't help yourself, all right? The release date on this is actually upcoming. It's 225 of this year, all right? It's composed by Jeff Hendrick. Y'all get into this dance with me. This gives me some, it gives me an old, like, 80s feel. Y'all tell me what you like it. Tonight is your 
Valentine's Day edition. Oh, with your girl Nakia and our special co-host Susie Newton of Saved and Sexy Radio. 
But you think about mm-hmm. that. You know what? If I had a man, I could see us like whooping. You know, like you can do that. moving that to this. But I feel old. Yeah, that was good. It's, it's, it's old. I, old. I just feel old with that. It's old. <laughs> like 1980s classic old. He, and he yeah, mentioned Marvin. Old, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shut up. Yeah, I heard that. And the red wine, don't trip. For real, and the red wine. Let me go buy the picture. Let me buy his cover art. Let me see if he's on that. He's sound old. He sound real old. <laughs> All right, well, so, yeah. Shout out to Nicole Mike. out of Cape Town Sound in Cape Town, South Africa, for that submission right there. Of Mr. Paul Peterson of Sarah and Joyce. Enjoy uh, Dance With Me. Uh, upcoming release, 225, guys. So, y'all be on the lookout for that. I can't promise you that that's going to get in rotation. That's especially for the uh, Hate to Love You playlist right there. <laughs> so, uh, top of the mm-hmm. hour, guys, 8 p.m. Get the popcorn because we got the girls coming in. I got I got some millennials coming in between the ages of 8 and 20. And they're going to stop by and they're going to talk about relationships and love. And just how, you know, I, I, I don't want to say yeah. COVID, you know, specifically, but just how, you know, these these knuckleheads nowadays ain't shit. I'm going to just put it out there. You know what? They just ain't shit. These girls really got some stuff they want to talk about. One is an artist, um, and I know... I would say her last track, but her last track was Superficial Love, and um, this is Janelle, and Superficial Love was actually about a young guy who, who who broke her heart, you know, and I don't know if it was her first heartbreak, um, but she wrote a song about that nigga, and so it had to be pretty bad, you know, we, we might play it at the top of the hour right before they come on, but dude broke her heart, she wrote a song about him, and you know, the song was on mm-hmm. point, so, you know, writing is mm-hmm. always a way to release what is built up and what, you know, um, you got mm-hmm. built up inside of you, but she wrote this song about him, and um, so we have three other young ladies that are going to come on with her and talk about, you know, just how they have dealt with relationships and, you know, um, how they've dealt with, I don't I don't really want to call it love, because I just felt like at the age of, you know, between 18 and 20, well, what do you really know about love? You know what I'm saying? Puppy yeah. love? Your own form of love? Yeah. Love, lack thereof? I don't know. But they're going to discuss their feelings, you know, and why they feel the way they feel right now, because, you know what I'm saying? And, and I may be wrong, because, you know, 18, I thought I wasn't like love or... Yeah. yeah, I thought I, you know, I, I can't, I can't, yeah, who am I, who am I to dictate their feelings, you know what I'm saying? So they're yeah. going to come on at the top of the hour, they're going to talk about um, just why they feel the way they do, and then, you know, we have some older gentlemen that they are going to come on a little later and counter um, what these young ladies have said, hopefully kind of give their insight and give their advice and say, you know what, I was a, I was a knucklehead back in the day. You know what I'm saying? Um, these are the things that I did. This is what I went through. And now I'm 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 more older. I'm distinguished. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me drop some knowledge on you. It, it's not gonna always be that way. You know what I'm saying? And and then here Susie and I are, you know, as the older women, to say, you know what? Yeah, we went through that same shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look right. at that. Never mind. 
I ain't even gonna say look at us now, cause you know what? I could just be like that shit don't get better, you know. <laughs> Here I am, thirty years later. That that shit don't get better. Thank <laughs> you. We should have gone on a married couple. We should have gone on a married couple. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's been married since they yeah. were eighteen, and here they are. 40 years later, still married. That's, you know what? We've gone that through the house. We've gone through the situations. Yeah. You know, but we, yeah. we stuck it out. You know what I'm saying? We should have brought on that right. couple. But that defeats my whole purpose of the anti-Valentine's Day show. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, stick around mm-hmm. for these young ladies. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm calling them the girls. All right? <laughs> All right, so Susie, I always feel like I'm interested you. You know, I always feel like I'm interviewing you. It's open discussion. You know? Um, right. Yeah. I so so somebody somebody sent me a message and they were just like, so this was earlier tonight. They read, you know, kind of like uh, what we were talking about, and mm-hmm. they wanted to know why I felt me to, and I don't I don't I don't see what it was highlighted. I guess just in general, they said you know that we will be talking about luck. Lust? So, lust. Okay. So, when just, you know, and having to, you know, separate love versus lust or, or lust versus, you know, love, at, at what point in a relationship do you stop and say, you know, you know what, um, we want some different type of our vibe is just different. You know what I'm saying? Our vibe isn't even, um, we're going in a different direction. I don't even feel this is love. This is pure, unadulterated lust. There's no other, you know, we're not compatible in any other way. It's just sexual attraction, you know, um, what do you do when a relationship just turns in that direction, especially if you started it out in hopes of building and taking it in a more solid direction? You know, I think everybody has, when they step into a relationship, they have this idea of, you know, wanting to build some type of longevity, I guess. I guess that's what people want now when they go into relationships. They want longevity. I don't know. Um, right. But when you get to the point where you see, you get to this fork in the road, and it and it turns, and and you see that there's nothing there but lust. Like, what do you do? Um. Yeah. What do you do? As a as a single, I mean, as a as a single person. Because, I mean, you have those moments. I can't say this much because that was a not an issue, but it was definitely a topic that my ex-husband and I had while we were married during our five years. So um, when you feel like it's missing something or this is no longer here, like that's a conversation in relationships, as you say, when you start out. Well, not all of them, but in those relationships that start out with the intentions on growing, and then they die off somewhere down the line. So it is a conversation that you end up having, and what do you do whether you're in a relationship, whether you're married, 
on the newlywed side of things because I wasn't married 40 years, so somebody married 40 years can definitely respond differently than I can. Um, and whether or not you're single and you experience that, I believe one of the things, what I my, I guess, solution to my answering that for myself not only just because of this question, you know, because you're posing a question, is that, you know, when you're getting to know somebody, you always have these um, these little blanket conversations that really don't mean nothing at all because you're trying to be cute and he's trying to be suave. Can we get past that? Like, <laughs> let's get past this. And let's have these let's – let's answer these questions um, – that we would normally have, or let's have the conversations that, you know, that we would have at six or eight months down the line. Let's have them questions now. Not do you want to get married. I don't, that question, we can wait on that one. But the other ones that I need to know, like, what are your plans? What do you like to do? What do you not like to do? And when you are having sex, let's just come on, because that's going to be a topic either way you put it, now or later. And when you are having sex, what do you like? I mean, rough? Not rough? Passionate? You want to connect? Is it not about the sex? Is it about the conversation? Do you need a massage all the time? Do you want something in return? Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Hold or on, not? Hold on, hold on. So you said, so yeah. you said the question See? about marriage doesn't come in at, on the second conversation. Like, you don't need to know off top that. Um, I don't personally I'm, know. I mean, some people do, but I don't. I'm only speaking for me. I don't need to know okay. that. All right, go ahead. Yeah, that's Everybody. not on, on those first conversations. I'm talking on those first conversations. I'm having conversations about who you are, who we might be with one another, not who we might be 50 years from now or 20 years from now. Just who we might be with one another. Period. Because if I have, if I have, if if sex is like one of the main things that's on my mind, business is one of the main things on my mind. Coding is one of the one th- main things on my mind. You don't have to be into what I'm into. I just need you to understand that I'm into some shit. I mean, I'm into some things, period, because that's important to me. Those things I was into when you came along will not go away. No ma'am, no ham, no turkey. Whether you want, Lord, I don't know who listened to this show. Help me today because I was going to go overboard. Whether you want uh, some extra pleasures in those areas, the sexual curricular activity or not, whether you like to go out just because that's what you like to do, I'm a homebody. Men tend to think that when women say that, apparently that you're lying, but when it comes to she, her, I mean, nope, I mean just that. And they find out real quickly, and then I go back to being <laughs> Susie and her laptop because <laughs> that's so just who I am. Like your, is this your first phone conversation or is this like your first? Texting conversation. This is like, or, uh, this is like within I when when the conversations are going right with someone that's mature. This very may well could be within that because I I'm talking about I have conversations that really go deep and I'll be on the phone or this other person and I would be on the phone because I have dated someone in the last couple months and we were on the phone and our first conversation for at least two three hours. So yeah, some of this stuff did come up. <laughs> in our first conversation because we're getting to the meat of the matter of things. We're not, I love my teenagers because, you know, nieces, nephews, cousins, all them. 
I love my teenagers. I love the younger generation because I was once that. I'm not, I will never discount what younger people have to go through their relationship. Never discount it ever, ever, ever in my life will I. So being older now, having experienced way more than I thought I would experience by this time in my life, yeah, I skipped past a whole lot of those empty those empty nowhere conversations that doesn't mean a thing to me. I don't care about your ex. What they got to do with me? I don't, we don't have to have a conversation. It's irrelevant. Let's talk about us. I want to know about you. You need to get to know about me. That's, that is important. What she did and didn't do is not, it's not important. You have to get to the meat of the matter of things. And a lot of times that means you got to choke or chew which means when you're having conversations with someone, the older you get, especially the younger people that may be listening, when you're having conversations with a dude that you think got an interest in you, as much as they don't have, they don't have as many role models now as, you know, some of us did growing up in the generation before us absolutely had role models. There's a different type of role model now, I guess. I put it that way. So, when you having these conversations, don't be don't you got something on your mind that you know is going to be a permanent thought or a permanent way of life for you that you are working on establishing for them five ten years down the line. That doesn't always include marriage in the first five years. It just don't. Let's just be real. It doesn't. So when you having you know you having those thoughts and you want to have that conversation with him, her. Uh, her identifying as him or whatever your sexual orientation is. I don't care. Whatever it is you feel like you need to talk about that's going to be important in you in five years, bring it up. Period. Cut cut through all the bull. It's too early. Listen to me. Hang it up. You'll waste a whole lot of your time and you'll save a lot of time in the process by having those conversations up front. You'll kill that wasted time off top. Period. Point blank bottom line. You don't have to be like, you know, serious. I'm pretty sure I sound strict or mean or something. I really don't care because I get that a lot. And I'm fine with it. This is who I am. But you can kill a lot of unnecessary heartache, save yourself some trouble by having those conversations that matter to you, to your future. Period. Because he's meeting you and you're meeting him. Period. Y'all getting to know one another. And if that's not what y'all getting to know, if y'all not getting to know who you working towards in that five, ten years, even two years from now, we ain't got no conversation. We ain't got nothing to talk about. Nothing at all. Like, you know, it's not worth it. Know how to have fun, yes. I ain't going to knock that at all. But if you want to cut out those non, no-nonsense relationships where everything is just lust, whether it be of... Uh, Fashion, money, partying, sex, whatever. That means vain stuff. Don't mean nothing. Ain't gonna, ain't gonna have no value when you're dead and gone. Yeah, cut past all that. What do you really want to talk about? You can have fun. That's what you want to do all day long. But you can also have fun with someone that's serious about their future too. So there's a balance you have to learn. You have to learn how to embrace in one another. Everybody don't have that. You ain't for everybody, and everybody ain't for you. I ain't for everybody, and everybody ain't for me. That's why I'm still not married. I was not in a rush to get remarried at all. 
still ain't. I'm by the street. Wasn't. I'm by the street. I'm by the street. You, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm by the street. I'm by the street. I'm sorry. I'm, I I agree wholeheartedly. I wish they were already on the line because that was, that was some great advice for them. Um, as a matter of fact, I think they just called in, um, um, and that, that I think that was some awesome advice for them. You know what I'm saying? I spend a month texting. I would text the nigga for a whole month. You know what I'm saying? Then we'll finally get on the phone, and then I realize that, you know what? Mm-mm, I've wasted time. I bore very easily. You know what? And all that stuff that she was texting on the phone, I realized that you can't reciprocate through word of mouth. So had you picked the phone up conversation that nah 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 you could have ended that text. Nah. you could that text could have been cut short I'm saying I'm saying that this you know we discussed me and me and my current dude we, yeah. we discussed love language right and I told him I ain't had one okay and he was just like no 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 everybody <laughs> has love language he even sent me a text right they he don't. even sent me a text I don't okay listen to me when I tell you I don't I think I know me better than anybody knows me I don't so he sends me a little test to take you know he sends me the little test to take and I told him in the very beginning you know every morning you will send me this little good morning text message I respond you know throughout the day you will send me a little text message I respond at night, you will tell me good night. I respond. I told him in the beginning, don't keep up nothing that you cannot maintain. Okay? Yeah. So that means if you start this shit, then you need to continue this shit. All right? So if you skip a day, you skip a day, I'm going to feel some type of way. Heaven forbid you skip a whole weekend. That's it. I ain't got no more energy for you. You skip a whole weekend, I ain't got no energy for you. All right? So you skip a weekend, I feel like shit is over. And I'm going to tell you, shit is over, okay? And then you come back on Monday like everything is cool. You're going to send me a little love test, a little love language test to take. And has, what, what happens? What's my love language? Words of affirmation. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I tell you? I so one. now you're, right. expected, you're expected to follow through with this. But now I don't want to be bothered. I, I don't want to be bothered because you, you slipped up and you let this happen. And I really don't want to be bothered. Hope you go back and listen to the show, cause I don't want to be bothered. <laughs> I just put it out there. I don't want to be bothered. I, huh, I'm gonna get into this really quickly. This uh, superficial love, cause Janelle is hopefully gonna join us, and um, let you hear how she felt last year with Do Broke Our Hearts. Um, and then we're gonna speak to our our millennial, uh, the girls, <laughs> in just a few minutes. <laughs>
right. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire presenting the Hate to Love Your Anti-Valentine's Day edition. You're live right here with your girl, Nakia, and my very, very special co-host, Susie Newton of Saved and Sexy Radio. You know what, Susie? I didn't call you Susie P. Newton tonight. I, I've been calling you Susie P. Newton for the longest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. That right there was Janelle with Superficial Love. Susie, how many like superficial that. loves do you done had in your life? Oh, uh, well, the ones that counted for them that I knew were superficial, <laughs> I would say maybe five. Oh, only five? <laughs> oh, yeah, the ones life? I knew were superficial. Yeah. Oh, the well, ones I that I knew were superficial. The, the line with us. Janelle, are you there? <laughs> No, it's a Janelle, are you there? Oh, yeah, hello. Hello, hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> so, you know, of course, we had to play that. I am great. I'm great. I'm so glad to have you on the line. We had to play uh-huh. that um, just because we're talking about, you know, love and um, or yeah. lack thereof. And, uh, you know, everything that you went through with the, the creative process uh, for writing that song um, and just because we have what a few more melissas. Yeah, of course. <laughs> we have some more uh, millennials on the line. I'm going to bring them in right now. One, two, three. Okay. Here we go. So we have them on as well. They sent me a message, and they were like, who's that Who's that playing in the background, you know? Um, but, yeah, it, <laughs> it's so important that um, that we, we talk about. We have open communication when it comes to this word called love, especially with our young black females, you know, and how it mentally, um, emotionally, physically affects them, um, relationships, right. how it affects them, the process that they go through, you know, what they go through dealing with these knuckleheads out here today. So I know when I had you on the show last year, you know, um, you talked about, you know, the young man who, who crushed you. You know, and we, we talked some mm-hmm. smack about him while you were on the show. Um, but, you know, I have the other young ladies on the line, so I want you all to be able to just speak freely, you know, um, just yeah. talk about what it's been like, you know, dating um, in your 18. You're, you're 18, right? You had a birthday already? I am 18. Yeah. You're 18. So I think we have two 18-year-olds, a 19-year-old, and a 20-year-old. So just talk about, mm-hmm. you know, what it's been like dating from ages what sixteen and up maybe what has it been like? Mm-hmm. What has it been like dating for you guys? If you don't uh, want to drop your names, the other three. If you don't want to drop your names, you don't have to. If you want to give your aliases, you can. Um, but what has it been like just dating for you guys? Should I go first? Go ahead. All right. Horrible. <laughs> been bad. Um, I told you about that last dude. In all honesty, he didn't crush me that much. I was, like, mad, but I wasn't that mad. I had been hurt more, to be honest. I was more – I think I was more upset at the fact that trying to get with him ruined my relationship with somebody else. Because even though me and the dude were just friends, like, he could have cussed me any time. So I was just doing me. So it wasn't my fault, but it was still, like, dang, like, really – are you serious? Me and that dude, we're still friends. We're still friends. He's actually married now. 
Oh, uh, she's oh. 19. Yeah. It, it, it's absolutely insane. I was like, wait. He actually really hurt the girl that he ended up with when me and him were talking. Like, bad. It was like bad. So me and her are friends, which is super weird to me, but it's, it's, it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. Everything's so complicated. Um, especially since I was kind of like the mediator in the relationship a majority of the time. Like, something would happen between them, and I have to be like, wait, hold up. First of all, call him out. You're a gaslighter. And call her out. You're being too emotional. You need to be able to commute more and communicate more clearly <laughs> so that he can understand where you're coming from. And I would just be like, okay, here's what she's trying to say. She's trying to say that you hurt her because of this, that, the third, and you need to fix it by apologizing and just being there for her. Um, but, yeah, it was just the whole thing. That was weird. Just being, trying to talk to guys my age these days, they only, like I said in the song, they only want one thing. It seems like all they're about is sex and just, you know, just doing that, just going from girl to girl, messing with whoever they want to mess with at the time, and they get bored. It doesn't seem like any of them want, like, a, a genuine relationship. So that's how that's been. Oh, and not to mention, <laughs> not to mention, recently, recently, which is kind of ironic that you hit, hit us up to, like, have me talk on, you know, about how relationships have, you know, have been for girls my age. I actually got stood up the other day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm supposed to go on a date no. too. Yeah, and like the day of, he blocked me on absolutely everything. I'm talking TikTok, <gasps> Instagram, Snapchat, blocked my number, every everything. And I mean everything. We were even playing all this one game, Trivia Crack. It used to be like huge in like 2014. We were playing Trivia Crack. He blocked me on Trivia Crack. Like he went to the he went he finished the game with me. Oh, he's dead. And then he blocked me after. <laughs> That is insane. That's so messed up to me. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I wrote a song about that, too. So, <laughs> but it's horrible. It's fine, though. I'm I'm good. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. Anyone else? All right. We're going to come back to you. <laughs> yeah, anyone else? Hi. Hi. Okay. I'm not gonna say my I'm not gonna say my real name, but um, my name is Spice Michaelis, and I'm 20. And Mm -hmm. I, well, let's see. Am I? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, so basically, (laughs) basically. I <laughs> basically I all right I'm 20 right so um I had this I had this best friend when I was in like eighth grade you were really good really good best friends right well surprise surprise mm-hmm. we ended up dating by the time we got to freshman year woo right oh, uh, so you know we were together that lasted for like five years and then one day uh, he was just like he was just like. I'm not happy anymore. So I was like, who am I to hold you hostage? I can't hold you hostage. You want to be happy without me? Go be happy without me. Because if it was the other way around, I would expect you to let me go with no problem. Right? But then he made all these little little, little backwards promises. Like, 
we'll still be friends. I'll still come see you, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. You know, me, I'm very, very book smart, but the common sense is not always there. So I thought that was true. <laughs> and it might have been, but uh, it didn't It didn't turn out that way in real life. In reality, it was not like that at all, girl. So um, that happened in what? June, July, one of those? I don't really, I don't really know because it's irrelevant now. It's a thing in the past. But um, for a while, I felt like I was going through an existential crisis at 19 because I was like, dang. Not to say it was my whole life, but you get to know somebody for five years and then y'all stop talking to each other. The only time you hear from each other is on like holidays or your birthday and it's like halfway through the day. But like, mm-hmm. uh, you just kind of step back and you're like, dang, well, it's over now. So before, like, you know, I got over it, I was just kind of like very sad. I was very, no, 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 I was never sad. I won't say I was sad. I was never, never sad, never that, never that. Um, angry? Yes. Oh, yeah. And like very, Absolutely. very angry. Like I used to wake up mad about this one specific thing every day. And then I was like, you can't do this every day. You can't be mad every single day of your life about this. Like, you're eventually going to have to let it go. It's going to be very superficial next month. Like, it's, 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 it's not something that you have to hold on to forever. So I just prayed about it, and I let it go. So now I've been single Yay. for, like, six, six months. That's just an estimate. Like I said, it's thing in the past. I don't really think about it. So six months. And it's cool. I'm content with the whole, like, thing. We don't talk anymore. We don't have to talk. I don't want to talk to him. I definitely don't want him back. I don't want to date anybody that's like him, resembles him, none of that stuff. I mean, it's all love. It's never like I'm bitter, I'm mad or anything. No, none of that. I just, I'm done. And I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy. That's it. All right. What kind of crisis? I'm curious. <laughs> Take I don't your time. Know how to like I don't know how to explain it very well, but like this is this is the best way I can explain it. Mm-hmm. Like I've always known myself the whole twenty years. I've never been like an extremely angry person. You have to like okay. you got to do something really messed up to make me mad. Okay. So like I felt like I don't. This is going to sound really, really, really weird. But I felt like I was having a very out-of-body experience where I could see, like, the the normal me, the person, you know, who's very, you know, very calm, very chill, all that stuff. I could see a different person who was always very mad and very angry. Like, I just met a whole different person. And it, it was like I was looking at somebody that wasn't me. It was very confusing hmm. because right. I've never met this person before. Hmm. I'm, how long that person show, when he showed up? How long was that person there? I just, I just want to know. He was Do you know? There for like a month and a half. Hmm. I made her go away very then, bad. But I didn't like her that much. Uh, no worries. So after the person you didn't know showed up, mm-hmm. how much longer after that point did y'all before it was before y'all ended? Mm, not very long. Mm. Not very long. Right. That sounds about right. Okay. 
because I had a period of like, um, I just wanted closure so I could forget about it. And I got my, it, it, it I won't say it was closure. It was not closure at all. It was kind of just like very dumb. And I wasted my time because I feel like okay. being vulnerable with people that don't deserve it is highly inappropriate. Oh, so, I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just felt that like down. that was like a Drop that down. Drop that down. <laughs> yeah, that I'm, that I am. Drop that. <laughs> that was that was like that was a learning lesson to me. I was like, you can't you can't do that. You, everybody doesn't deserve your vulnerability. I think that's very inappropriate, and I'm not the type of person who's um. I don't do that for everybody. When you first meet mm-hmm. me, I'm very reserved person. You have to know me well to get me to say stuff like, I was just talking about this with my friends. You have to know me very well, and I have to really, really, like, feel some type of way about you for me to be like, I love you, even if we're just, like, friends or something. Like, I have to feel a certain way about you for me to say I love you or for me to actually, I won't say care about you, I care about everybody, but for me to, like, consider you, see you in a certain light, I have to care about you a lot. So I'm not very... um. I love you, da da da. I don't say that very easily. I don't like people very easily. You have to be extraordinary for me to like you. You can't be oh. just anybody. Yep. Message, pick it up. Or she sounds like <laughs> she sound like me. That's me. I don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Dang, I wonder why. Absolutely. Oh no, girl. <laughs> I so. Who next? Who next? Yeah. Who next? <laughs> that was I'm, good. I'm on next. That's on next. Okay. Um, hey, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I'm gonna, uh, for anonymous reasons, I'm gonna go by my alias Janice. Yes. Okay. All right. My Janice. name is Janice. Speak on. Okay. Speak on. I'm, I'm I'm 19 years old, and um, my experience is that I have been happily single for um 19 years. And I love it. So go ahead. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and, and put this out there. Like I've tried. I feel like in society there's this thing where people expect women to have someone all the time, and if they don't have someone, they're unwanted or there's something wrong with them. And there was a a brief period in my life where I really believed that that because I didn't have someone or I wasn't actively pursuing a relationship, that there was something wrong with me, that I was unwanted or unworthy of a man's attention. Come on. Um, I just got to say that that's completely false. Um, There's nothing Come wrong on. with loving on yourself, with Come being on. by yourself. Um. I try to I've tried to force myself in relationships. Um mm. but I found myself ghosting a lot of guys. <laughs> mm. I'm a I'm a ghoster. Like, we'll be I'm talking. a ghoster. We'll be, yeah, I'm a ghoster. I'll be talking, we'll be talking and he'll say something or he'll just spell something incorrectly in the text message. Yes. And some, yes. something in my spirit. Something in my spirit will be like yes. Chad. Yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely yeah. not. I deserve somebody who could spell yeah. this oh. word correctly. You know? Yes. Like, Beneath you know, that might seem a little extra. Like, to some yeah. people, they 
be like, some people just can't spell. I deserve yes. somebody who can spell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel That's you. Right. I feel you. I'm not as a, I'm not as a uh, text thread at that point. <laughs> They're like, where she go? I'm gone. <laughs> like, Know your worth. Know your worth. That's it. At a young age, right. know your worth. Set your standards right. right now. And don't sink beneath them. That's who. I feel you. I feel right. You. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with knowing what it is you want and just don't settle. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. People say, you know, oh, she bougie. Ooh. No. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and that's a pet peeve of mine. I'm I'm a proofreader. So misspelled words stick out oh to me God. like a sore thumb. It is like like right. big red letters. They just they stand out to me. And I hate that. And now with autocorrect, you can't mess up nothing. You just can't do it. Right. So if you take right. the time to look over what you send out, to me that is showing like you just don't care. You don't care. Right. You don't yes, care, Jim, exactly. I don't care neither. I don't care either. So, bye. Quick way for me to leave you on red. Quick way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'll, Got emotional there for a minute. Go ahead. Right. But you didn't speak nothing but facts. But um, something else stood out to me. A few months ago, I was on Instagram. I posted a little story, you know, feeling myself looking cute. And, of course, somebody slid up on it. You know, he, he slid up. And he said something. He said something pertaining to, you know, going out with me or having a crush on me or something like that. And I was like, wow, I, I've, I've known this dude for a while. I would have never known. I would have never been the wiser. So I was like, um, you know, it just didn't really seem like you were feeling me like that. Like, why didn't you say something? And he was like, because you just seem like you – what? How can I say this? He was like, "You seen that you like, you were on your stuff, and mm-hmm. I just, you know, you just seemed like you were about your business." So for a long time, I was mm-hmm. confused about what he meant by that, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, did he mean like I, I was doing me, I was, I was being successful." Um, right. I was focused on and, and ambitious on my education, right. doing whatever right. I needed to do to, you know, further myself in life. And he was kind of intimidated by that. Is that what he was saying? Like he knew that yeah. he couldn't just get my undivided attention because I was already, you know, doing me. Right. So I was like, wow. So That's exactly what he that, meant. <laughs> like. He knew he wasn't on my level. Like, he knew that's yeah. basically what he was saying. He said he knew he wasn't on my level and he wasn't grinding enough to even mm. admit that he had some sort of feelings towards me. And I said, okay. I am want Like, that's kind of when everything kind of clicked for me. Like, I'm not unwanted. I'm not unworthy. I'm doing me. And men are intimidated by that. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And they they know what they can get and what they can't get. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay, right now I'm doing me. I'm loving myself. Um, I'm taking myself out on a date, you know, spoiling myself, trying to nurture my relationship with my friends, with my homegirls, mm-hmm. and just living my life right now. That's, that's what's going on with me. 
Like, I'm good. I'm happy. So I have a question. All right. Um, Okay. So because of the the age that you all live in right now and because so Mm -hmm. many, um, both males and females, are so open about their sexualities now, Mm -hmm. do you ever get, and, and people automatically assume, you know, that, you, um, when they see a young man or when they see a young uh, female who is not attached to, you know, a male or a female, um, does the thought ever cross their mind, not only that they can't get anybody of the opposite sex, but have you ever been, you know, falsely accused of just being gay because you can't get a man? No, not me. No, not no. That that's never happened to me. Like nobody's been like, "Oh, you you're not with a man. Are you a lesbian?" No, nobody's ever done that to me. Because you they run with so many females, um, is the assumption ever there? Do you ever get hit on by other females? I do all the time. I have, and I run by myself. <laughs> I have sometimes. Me and my friends yeah, joke around like all the time. That's literally all it is for me. Like, me and my friends joke yeah. around with each other. But for the most part, I, I think I've only had, like, one female, like, in my DMs trying to get with me. But I, I wasn't yeah. about it like that. <laughs> so anybody, anytime anyone tells me they, they like me or whatever in my DMs, I just tell them I'm asexual. <laughs> so, I'm not interested, period. It's not you. It's me, like, literally. So don't worry. <laughs> Right, I don't want. It's not that I don't want you. I just don't want anybody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, they let me jump into the C Torres right here. This is a brand newly released uh, two days ago. This is uh, on the way. Um, it's off the label Lionside Music Group from his uh, up and coming EP, Something More Real. You can follow G Torres on Instagram at I underscore am underscore G Torres or check him out on his website at imgtorres.com. Y'all get into this on the way featuring Davion Feather. It's funny how in a crowd full of people. All I can think about is you. I'm on the way. Uh, 2.30 let out, I'm lit. Overindose tonight, only on occasions I sip. OTW red from the last text that was sent. You replied with a pick, almost caused my celly to slip. Uh, pal, you catered to my learning style. Visual assurance that tonight is gonna be worth the while. Me only in camera roll, got you lit, biting with a certain smile. Red wine in the towel, fragrance floating around. Juicy couture, viva la juicy, of course. The scent of you from the door got me trying to manage my poise. Told me your moist, I read that text in your voice. I chucked the deuce to the boys, I need to go fill that void, yeah. Now there's nothing left to say. As I let this jealousy play. Cause I know you want me to stay. Yeah, say less cause I'm on the way, ayy. I know you want me, babe. Believe I'll be there in a hurry. Baby, don't worry Say less, cause I'm on the way, ayy Cause I know you want some love you need I know you waiting for me 
Leave her alone. Leave her alone, Matt. No. Come back over here. Come back over here. And no. Danny was like, well, since I have your attention, hey, what you doing? And I was like, this is very boring. That is some corny. I know he this is ghetto. So, so I, I was, you know, I don't understand why people it? can't. Look, man. <laughs> Not. Uh, okay. Was that his Not... way of getting your attention? Yes. You've never seen, like, okay, I don't know. I don't know how, like, I don't know how it worked in, like, back in the day. Obviously, it didn't work like that. But nowadays, nowadays, that's what they be doing. They send, like, a dog or, like, a basketball. Oh, I'm sorry. My ball rolled into your DM. Let me get that. Wow. Yeah. I feel Dog emoji would be so very disrespectful. That would be a very block. That's very disrespectful. Yep. The dog just walked over into my DMs. He was like, come back, Matt. So we now got virtual parks? What is going on? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what kind of park that was. But, um, yeah, my whole thing about that, not only was it... Pull me on that right there because, yeah, somebody would have sent a dog to me and you would have got cursed out real fast. Like, because I would have I automatically assumed somebody was calling me a bitch right off top. And, yeah, they would have I would have called them on Instagram. Yeah. I would have had to call them out. And, yeah, so. The dog the yeah. dog is meant to get your attention. Oh, that would have got then my they attention. Just, and then they just like say, "Oh, well, give the dog a name, Fido. Fido, come back, leave her alone. Come back, Fido." And then they'd be like, "Well, now since I have your attention, hey, what you doing?" And then at first I was like, "Ain't nobody got time now, for that." I was like, "Block the lead." I was this like, ain't well, really "Hello." I'm doing homework, but then I'm like, "Okay, my thing is." I, okay, obviously the girls done seen the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Janice and them done seen the screenshot. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all my homegirls have seen the screenshot, and they just think it is so hilarious. So, so then they stopped his Instagram profile, and they were like, "This is not even. This is not even your type." And I was like, "I know. I just don't understand. Like, what, what, what aura do I let off to these?" To these people, do they just want to be like, "Hey, girl"? I'm like, "No, no, I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you. Why can't you read the room, please? I don't know what it is. I, I don't know what it is. It's like I attract the opposite of what I actually like, and it's kind of ghetto." So, so you you mentioned type. So let's go down the road since our other young lady's not going to talk. Let's go down the road. Yeah. Right now. What what's your type? What type of guy are you interested in, or would you have be interested in you? Well, at this point, as an eighteen year old, I don't have one anymore. <laughs> like, of course I have to be, of course I have to be attracted to some degree, but I'm more interested in the what's the word. I'm more interested in the quality of conversation more so than anything okay. else. Um, okay. I used to be into, like, the stereotypical, like, light-skinned boy. You know, like, I'm so over that. Like, they all look the same to me now. It doesn't matter. 
Of course, like, I have a preference because I'm, like, on the taller side, so he got to be at least six foot or 5'11". I don't care. Like, he got to be taller than me just a little bit. But other than that, quality conversation. Um, he, Like I said, he has to be attractive to me to some to a degree, but it really doesn't matter to me as much anymore as long as he, like, respects me and treats me well. Like, I'm fine with that. I'm Does not, he have I don't, to be a fan of music? Huh? Does he have to be a doesn't fan of my music? Um, he doesn't have to yeah. be a fan of my music. He doesn't have to be. I mean, he could still support me, but he doesn't have to be like a huge fan or anything. Like I, I think one of my my ex one of my ex boyfriends, he wasn't like a fan. Like he didn't listen to it. Like he would listen. He would stream it for me, like to support me. But I don't think he was like a huge like fan because he was it wasn't his that type of music he listened to. So he okay. would stream it for okay. me. He would share it for me. He would do all that, but. He wasn't like a huge. He was a huge, supporter. Like, okay. He was a supporter. Yeah, and that's what I need. Like, I need somebody that's gonna be able to support me, even if he's my ex-boyfriend. He still has my um, song shared on his SoundCloud. So I mean, it was cool. Okay. All right, Spice. What is your type, or or what type would you prefer to be interested in you? Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Honestly, okay, like I said earlier, I don't want to date anybody like my ex. So, like, and it's very specific. Like, I don't want to date no Travis Scott fan girl. I would prefer not to date a gamer. I would prefer not to date somebody who's, like, heavily into Naruto. Like, it's very specific. But, like, really, I don't, it don't really matter who you are. Well, um, what I'm trying to, what I'm trying to say is some people, some people, they have, like, some people they have like racial preferences. I personally don't have a racial preference because that's weird. But like, if a white boy walked up to me and was like, "Hey, girl," I'd be like, "Hi, hello, <laughs> hi." I don't know. Um, um, up for if somebody was interested in me, I would like him. I would like them to. Uh, not 100% like the same things that I like, but if I want to get in the car, if I want to get in the car and play K-pop, I don't need you to be on the other side of the car with your face frowned up. Like, don't have your face tuned up because you're going to get hit. Like, don't do that. I don't want to date people who, like, I feel like I have to um water myself down around because that's kind of, that's very ghetto. And no, I would not be doing any of that. Um, Right, relationships are not about about anyone right. else that you should be. Yep. And uh, no, I, I would prefer you that it be somebody who. Huh? What did you? Are you repeat in the school? question again? Do you work? School? Do oh. you work? What do you do? I am a sophomore at Blank Blank University, and uh, <laughs> I had to say Blank right. Blank. But you want someone um, who is on the same path as you or you know or what yeah like I don't I mean you have to you have to be doing something if you don't go to school I need you to have a job if you don't have a job because I personally don't have a job I run a small business but I don't work for anybody like I don't work for any company or something but um like if you don't if you don't have a job you need to go to school like you need to be productive because I'm being productive like what mm. do I look like doing with you mm. when you're not doing anything? Mm. 
Well, yeah, you had to be doing something. All right, something. Janine, what type of gentleman are you looking for? Not that you're really looking, but say one right. pops up tomorrow. I mean, what standards, you know, have you set for yourself thus far? What does he need to bring to the table? Um, most definitely, kind of like what Spice said. We gotta, we gotta be on the same level. Like, I'm in school right now. I'm a freshman at Blank University. Um, so, like she said, if you're not in school, I need you to at least be on your grind in another department. So, like, whether that's your job, whether that's you in a business, or, or like, whatever you're passionate about, I just, I kind of need to see that. Um, attractiveness, attractiveness-wise, um, you got to at least be, like, I need to at least be able to look at you. Like, I, <laughs> like, I got to be able to look at you. Like, a lot of people say that, like, looks don't matter. And I'm not don't saying you got to be a model. Yeah, like, you don't have to be a model. You have to be a model. Stand you. <laughs> right, no, you gotta be able to like look at you, you, like, you know. But go ahead, but yeah, for a long time. Yes. Right, and there's nothing wrong with just saying that. I'm just gonna be honest. Like I'm not gonna like be your friend. So yeah, you gotta, and you gotta also, like I said, you gotta be able to sell. <laughs> like when I see, see that text thread, I'm gonna need all the words to be spelled correctly. So, uh, I don't think I'm asking for too much. I don't think I am either. Yeah, I don't think I'm asking for too much. No. So. no not at all. Yep, that's my that's what I, that's what that's what would need to be there. Most definitely. Yep. That's Turn it. your autocorrects on if you're listening, because she ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, does our, our fourth young lady does she wanna speak now? <sighs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are so, you? I'm good. I was just listening to them and I was relating a lot. <laughs> but I am a freshman in a school. <laughs> and I'm not really well in the, I'm not really experienced in the relationship department. Never had a relationship, don't want one. Not looking for one. People try to get one, oh, but nice. they will not get it. That's good. <laughs> Which sounds a little like, Big head, but I was just like, I don't want that. Sounds like you're focused. Yeah. I can't be distracted. But type, I don't really have a type. You just have to be, you can't be rude or, like, big head or, like, conceited. Mm, Race, no type. I don't care. You have to be attractive. I have to look at you like she said. I have to look at you for a long time and not have to turn away. <laughs> with like, <laughs> <laughs> like I have to. She's saying you can't be ugly, out. but I mean, you can't, gonna love the ugly you you can't be like, not cute. Not out there for the ugly man, though, because yeah, they're, they're there. It's not me, though. They're there. There is an audience for the ugly men. Some dudes are ugly, but cute. but no, some look a little funny, but like their personality helps. Yeah. If they have a horrible personality and look like a rat or something, I don't. I won't know. Oh, <laughs> you haven't seen dudes that look like that? There's, like, wow. There's an audience for the ugly men. <laughs> but oh, it's not me. Right. But. Let me 
no. <laughs> but yes, yes. <laughs> Not really my type. I like more masculine men, but I don't have a I don't have a preference really. Like height, I'm short. They have to be taller than me, which is really easy. I'm five one. Everyone is taller than me. I will not be dating okay, a four eleven man. She made a statement. I need to pay a bill right quick, but she just made a statement. She likes more masculine men. Hold that thought. We need to jump into this but track also, right quick. Not scared to show the feminist thought. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got it. Hold thought. Hold okay. thought. I got to pay yeah. a bill really quick. This right here is Guyanese pop princess Jordan Pauline with her latest track just released on February 10th. Um, it's entitled Nasty. I got the unedited version, so hold your ears, underage people. Um, this is off her up-and-coming EP, Love Songs About Nobody, hashtag L-S-A-N. You can follow Jordan Pauline on IG at Jordan Pauline. Uh, head over to her website at jordanpauline.com. You might have seen Jordan Pauline on America's Next Top Model, on uh, Love and Hip Hop, on Ant Farm. Yo, go check my girl out. She's doing big, big things. You might want to go check the episode out of her. We had it here last year, back in July. This right here is Nasty.
live right here on Envy Fire on our Hate to Love You anti-Valentine's Day show hosted by yours truly, Nakia and special co-host Susie Newton of Saved and Sexy Radio. What y'all think about the track, Nasty? I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself on that one right there but you make sure you check out her latest EP, uh, Up and Coming Love Songs about nobody, hashtag L-S-A-N. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, <laughs> we were talking about the masculine side of men versus their feminine side. All right, mm-hmm. how important is this balance? You know, men, we're so used to our men being, Susie, talk from our point of view, we're so used to our men okay. being masculine, okay? And being our protectors, you know, being our providers. Mm-hmm. Um, and men are just so scared to be vulnerable. There's that word again. Being vulnerable and showing their, I don't want to say feminine side, but they're not so masculine side. Because when mm-hmm. you say feminine, people always tend to lean towards the fact that um, you're talking about men who are, are gay when you say feminine right. but there are right. men who, who now are able to show their their feminine side to show women that they can be loving show women that they know right. how to take care of a woman show women that they care show women that they can cry that they have feelings that they have emotions you know what I'm saying and I think it is important now especially with all that has you know, transpired recently, especially in 2020 black America, that it is important mm-hmm. that we allow our men, especially our black men, to be able to show their feminine side. What do you feel about that? Um, Not that gay side, but to be able to just let down, get out the least out of them, you know? Okay, so... Um... I'm all I'm all for a man being open and I'm a little harsh in case you hadn't picked that up yet. <laughs> so I mean, I mean um, a man being in tune with his vulnerable side is all well and fine in any arena, any relationship, especially a straight one. Let's just be honest. So yeah, you being vulnerable in your heterosexual relationship is fine with most women. It is okay for me, but I, and when I say okay, I mean, I don't need you. I, could you not be vulnerable every day, not every week? Oh. Just because when I feel like I need to be vulnerable, then I'm going to need you to, because I don't want to share my vulnerable moments with you. I just, we can't be vulnerable at the same time. That's my point. Because then I'm time. vulnerable, right. you vulnerable. Who the hell picking up the other one? I can't. I don't have the energy for that. So I just, right. mm, it's exhausting. So I get it. It's important. Definitely embrace it. And it ain't fair. You know, I'm, I ain't fair about everybody for me. And a man being vulnerable is all well and fine. I just need him to know when it come to me, <laughs> there's a time and a place for his vulnerability. Every day ain't it. 
definitely be vulnerable. <laughs> just not not every day with me. You know, I'm not the one for you. So you might want to, yeah. if that's your love language, because that's what we're going to, we're going to throw it off on that. That's the love language. Yeah. Well, you know, it's not my right. language, but I'm just saying. I ain't mine. that, you know, yeah. had a millennial. It's important. That she needed her man to be masculine and not feminine. I felt that, you know. Right. You know. <laughs> Definitely we have a that. caller. Maybe it's a man and we can get his intake on, on that. Let's see. We've had several callers, but I'm kind of overlooking tonight. Uh, you're live on Inspire with Nikia and Susie. Who do we have on the line? Uh, you have Robert. Hi, Robert. Oh, How Robert. are you? I'm doing okay. Well, I'm glad that you called in. No, if you heard our conversation, but um, we were we've actually been speaking to several millennials, uh, females, in the past 45 minutes in regards to their take on love and relationships. And just how they're kind of over it. You know what I'm saying? They've been dealt some heavy blows by some, some let's call them knuckleheads, you know? Um, and I know that I'm not, I don't know your age. Uh, I don't know if I know you or not. But um, I'm sure that, you know, as a young man, um, you may be a young man, so, so say as a teenager, I know that you probably went through, you know, some difficult times or, you know, with love and with relationships. And then as you grew older, you probably um, learned your lesson. You know what I'm saying? And then as you continued to get older, you probably learned some more lessons. I mean, so what we're just, we're just mm-hmm. dropping our knowledge to these young ladies from a female point of view. But uh, since you're calling in, we would just like to get it from the male point of view. What words of advice or insight would you offer to young ladies to say, you know, hey, it's not always going to be this way. Um, you know, I'm... Can you tell me your age, Robert? <laughs> I'm 51. That doesn't know. Good. No, I, I have no problem. I laugh. I, I, you have some millennials, but I'm, I'm 51. Okay, so here we go. We have a seasoned young man. So you can say, or a seasoned gentleman, you can say, you know, hey, at, at these different areas in my life, this is what I've gone through. And you're not going to always face this with these gentlemen. And I just want you to just drop some gems on these young ladies and just let them know that it will not always be this way from a male point of view. It won't always be this way. Could you please do so? Uh, I guess I... I, I... First and foremost, the question I always uh, that I've as I as I've got to be where I'm at today and still learning and you know I take bits of nuggets and stuff from other individuals that I've listened to and stuff like that. The first question will be is what are you looking for? That's the that's the first question. What are you looking for? What do you want? Because we as people are looking for different things. Um, a good system minds uh, uh, as when it comes to church, her and her husband, good good friends of mine. And one thing she told me was, you have those 
that are going that's ready for relationship that's going in. You got those that's coming out of a relationship, and then there's those that just, you know, they don't want a relationship. They just, you know, they're comfortable. So you have to ask yourself, which three, which three of those are you? Then you have to ask yourself, the individuals that you're looking at, what are they into? See, we sometimes try to play the the brain game, but it goes both ways. Yeah, I didn't see the sign. I didn't see this. No, you saw it, but you chose to ignore you it see because it. because of the fact that when we look at each other, we let's be honest. Attraction brings us together, but what keeps us together or being able to interact and, and get to know each other goes beyond the physical appearance. Now is what is it that you, that that we could talk about? What is it that we could communicate and everything? You have to ask yourself that question. Then sometimes you have to be careful, young women, um, to be careful that you don't get stuck or labeled by others of your actions because sometimes um, and I'm not trying to put this all on the the women so please don't take this the wrong way okay when you speak with a man or you get in a relationship with a man be careful that if this is not the one that you don't get yourself pregnant because what you're looking for, what you're really looking for, what you decide now, what I'm looking for, your past can hurt you. Your past can keep you from getting to that individual. Even though you say that shouldn't matter, but men and most men that's in positions that you want to be with, it's going to judge you in such a way which not saying is right, but they're, but what they're looking for is totally different. Could be totally different of what of where you at or what you've been through. It's you have to ask yourself this question: Why do I keep on giving myself over to individuals that don't care about me? Why do I keep on giving myself over to individuals that is not of my is not of the status that I want that I want? So. It's about understanding where you want to be in the next five to ten years. Just like how we want to position ourselves in life when it comes to financial, when it comes to uh, job, when it comes to whatever, relationships should be the same way. Nobody's perfect, and I was not perfect, so don't I don't want nobody to think that, but I want us to actually look at where do we see ourselves in the next five to ten years, young women? What do you want to be? Don't get so caught up where if you really want to be married, then focus on finding that individual. And don't be so um, dominating 
to where a man cannot come in to your comfort zone and and be there for you or, or be able to talk to you. Because sometimes mm-hmm. the way society has it now, it has it to where, you know, the women is going after the bad. They they It's all about us getting the money. But then when it comes to the individual that we want, you you're so I say in a you you you've been running in a masculine way so much that now when it comes to that man trying to come to you, you shut him off or it, 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 there's different things and I, I we I, we can do a whole podcast but I know we don't got time but that, those are some of the things I, I I advise that the young women to do think about who you want to be with how you want your family to be, where you want to be. You got to have that kind of like in the forefront thinking out, you know, you know, as far as, you know, your vision, like vision boards or whatever, what you want a man, that man to be, what you want that man to do, because we cannot change one another. That's one thing I want you guys to understand. You can't change a man. If a man doesn't want to change, he's not going to change. It's like vice versa. A woman's not going to change just because you're trying to make them to change. They they need to want it for themselves. And don't look down on somebody that's trying to come up. Because as young women, you know, in their early 20s, you might come across a man that 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 that's fell on hard times, but they but they in the beginning stage of coming up. Don't look down on them because if you look down on them. By the time that you go through what you're going through, that man might be the one that was for you, but now he's at a position or he's at a status that which is where you, that man that you wanted, but now he's not looking at you because you you made some bad changes. You did some wrong things. And, and, I'm, and the reason I'm saying that is this, is that when, and let's go for man too, when, 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 and most women, when they have two to three kids and have not been married, and they get one or two baby daddies, and I, I guess you call them baby daddies or fathers or whatever, <laughs> a man that she really wants is going to look down on it. It's going to look down because of the fact that he might not want to deal with X, Y, and Z. Or you now saying that I don't want to have children, but the man that you want to marry wants to have children. Our actions comes with consequences. So, women, don't give up what is most precious to you or to the man that you want to marry because of the fact that it can it can cost you down the line, and you find yourself in and out of relationships or. That that's not good for you, or in and out of marriage, marriage one, two, three times, but got with the wrong dude, or might not be able to marry the person that you really want because of the mistakes that you made in the past. So think about it, and it's not just for looks. I mean, it's not for finance. It's you know you gotta look at the spirituality about it. You gotta look at the mental part of it. It, it is a full circle of all that. And 
understand that if you also looking for if you also want a man to be able to take care of you where you don't have to work or you don't you want him to do X, Y, Z, you want him to step up and do all those things. What do you offer that man? And that's another that's a whole nother level, but that's something else to think about. So it's 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 something to where, you know, as men we need to be accountable for ourselves as well, but the women need to be accountable for themselves as, as well. And it's it's a two way street. It's not all about you know, everybody said, go have fun in your early 20s, you know, do all things, and, and, and then get married later. Well, that's not really, we was taught wrong because of the fact that it's okay to be married at an early age. How do you think that a lot of marriages got to have the 50th anniversary, the 60th anniversary, because they got married early? So mm-hmm. don't think that you that that you need to go out and party and and do it up all through your twenties and then now in your thirties you want to settle down you want to do this and do that but you already had your good years back in your twenties and now the man that you might want to look for he might not have done all those things but now he's looking for somebody and then now you get mad why do you want that younger woman because she's I, I can work with her. You you already got mileage on you. You already got two or three kids with somebody that you didn't want to have kids with, but, you, but mistakes happen. All these different things. So think about the consequences to your actions. Your actions to your consequences, however you want to look at it either way, about what you want to do. And don't think that you have to party it up and be like a rock star. Or go after, or go after that six-figure income, and 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 focus so much on you, to where you lose out on the man that could be standing in the face while he was in college, but you just didn't think he was the one because he didn't he didn't offer much, or he was in the same situation as you was, and, and everything like that. And it's, it's, it's a lot of things, so. Spirituality, the man is supposed to leave the, his family. Don't get so caught up where you have to do everything. The man is supposed to leave, and you need to see that in the man that you want to marry. Now, yes, of course you got to get to you got to date before you get there, but that doesn't mean you have to do all the things that the world says that you must do while dating that can get you caught up and have you in a bad position after you go through X, Y, and Z to find the man that you wanted want to want to have. So, I mean I I I you know, I like what you guys you know, what you guys put together. I wish I was on here earlier. I just I was doing multiple things. I know, because, like, you missed half of the conversation. I was trying to not say nothing. I'm like, look, that's what we were talking about earlier. What were you with that? We needed to. I know, but I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. That's okay. We understand. We appreciate your time um, and your input. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, you talk bad about me. But anyway. But that that just means I wasn't making it up. I was saying the same thing. Like, yeah. see? I, right yeah. there. I, I, I know. I, 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 I like to have fun because of the fact that yeah. can't be always serious. You got to have a little fun in this. And, um, and, to, and to be able to let your hair down or let your guard down, I always say you got to have a little fun and laugh because that's how the real conversation really starts to begin and everybody be able to have an honest um, discussion and and be able to converse more about what's real mm-hmm. and put it on the table. Right. And there you have it. So. I thank you so much for calling <laughs> in, Robert. Thank you for your insight and your words of wisdom that you did offer to these young ladies. Um, we are down to the end of the show. Um, Janelle, did you have any closing remarks? I think our other young ladies dropped off the line. Um, but I see that you're still on the line. Did you have any closing remarks? Um, no, not really. I didn't know that they left. <laughs> he was talking to all of us. <laughs> I stayed around. Yeah. So well, they just, they just saw they just dropped off the line when he finished. Um, so they took. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they took. You know, his his words of wisdom, and they will make them applicable to their lives. Yeah. Um, because he did drop quite a few gems. Um, I wish, you know, we would have had him on at the beginning of the show. And we actually, I had, it's so funny because Sean was on Mr. Coco Vita Coquito. He was on at the beginning of the show. He was on for an hour and then he had a business call. And then we had mm-hmm. another art, um, nine out of New Jersey. He's in his mid twenties. So he had gems that he wanted to drop on you guys as well. But, you know, he just came in from the studio. And so, um, he missed everything completely. So oh. I wish, you know, the guy earlier so that, you know, we would have had just some gentlemen from the the 50s, the 30s, the 20s that would have been able to just give you guys some advice, you know, just to let you know that things as they are right now, you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, Susie's in her, Susie, what are you? I'm in my 30s. Yeah, late 30s. Somewhere in there. I'm in my mid 40s. (laughs) Yeah, somewhere And so... You know, just so you can be able to take, you know, this information, you know, and, and know about love and relationships and know that, you know, we've all gone through this, you know, as 18, 19, 20-year-olds, right. and it's not going to be this way always. And even at the age that we are now, you know what I'm saying, we're still trying to figure yeah. out, all of us, all of us, none of us are, are married. You know what I'm saying? We've all been married. We're now divorced. Um, so I think the other two gentlemen, they are not married, and so we've all been mm-hmm. through many different types of relationships and many different types of of emotions and the feelings of love, and so, you know, it's not always going to be like this. You know, at some point in your life, you will find, um, or it will find you. You know what, you're going to get to that place um, that you really want to be at, that place of happiness, but, you know, as Denise said, it's so important right now at your age that you, as this phenomenal artist that you are, that you focus on on that right now. Have That's fun. Right. You know, right. be like a little glory artist. Don't have your business all out there in public, but be like her. You know what I'm saying? If you need a man for every day of the week, do you, all right? And, exactly. um, you know, you that are in school, you know, if that is their focus, focus on that. Don't lower your right. standards for anybody. Don't conform Nobody. to anybody. Right. How they feel you should be. Don't you know, do that. Walk with your head mm-hmm. held high and do you. 
That is the utmost right. of importance right now. And remain strong in your faith, knowing that God yeah. is going to carry you mm-hmm. through in every situation. You know what I'm saying? And I know all of your parents, yeah. so I know that they're going to be behind you 100% to make sure that yeah. and everything that you are out there trying to obtain, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. Right. Susie, yeah. you got any public words? Um, I applaud y'all parents because, you know, for real, because their parents was our generation. I mean, the kid in our generation. So, um, but I, that's all I really have to say right now because you said it all. Staying focused is definitely important. I make sure I tell my niece that all the time, every time. And, yeah, like, you fo- I, pull, I, pull, I pull the aunt Susie. That's right, baby girl. Keep it up because you're young. So definitely yeah. stay focused. I said what I need to say. Y'all got it. That's all I'm saying. Y'all got it. Y'all I'm going to leave you with nine <laughs> table service. We actually debuted this track right here on the show last anti-Valentine's Day. This track releases to the world tomorrow. I'm so happy we played it here all last right. year. <laughs> this right here is nine <laughs> table service. You guys have a good night. We'll see you on Tuesday. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. We'll see you Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 3.30 for the West Coast with West Coast artist Nels the Artist. Okay. You guys have a good night. Yay. Peace. Taylor about the fucking flex. Uh. I'm only here for a week, but I'm trying to get you weak. Let me introduce you to my table service. Yeah. Baby, I don't want to leave you, but I got to leave you. Table service. Yeah. My table service. Uh, compliments to my table service. Compliments to my table service. My table service. Uh. Baby girl, I don't care what you've been through Girl, we ain't got the time now Pennies to the side now I don't wanna hear about your issues All I'm trying to do is vibe now Mind in the sky now Baby, let me ease your mind When I say one time, you say two times Lights off, baby girl, just whine Just keep your body close to mine Baby, I can tell you are the best I can tell you different from the rest I can tell that life be hitting hard But I can tell you stronger nonetheless I can see that you've been feeling stressed I'm just trying to give you more than sex Let me take you out that state of mind Let me put you in a brand new dress Turn the lights so baby, watch my dread Screaming through the night the way I hit Baby, this is more than just a session We gon' fuck around and make it hit Screaming to the world who want that pressure I'ma fuck around and make it lit Spread your legs and let me get a lick Do a show before I catch a lick Yeah, I don't wanna waste no time Turn the lights off, let me hit it from behind Smack you in the ass while you're screaming, it's mine I can see your stress, I can see it in your eyes I don't play games, all them other niggas lying Catching on your angles, girl, you know you're looking fine Sipping on some wine when you hit a little wine I don't waste time, I'm just trying to cross the line I'm just trying to make you mine, uh I'm only here for a week, but I'm trying to get you weak. Let me introduce you to my table service. Baby, I don't want to leave you, but I got to leave you. Table service. Yeah. <laughs> my table service. Yeah. Uh, compliments to my table service. Uh, my table service.